Am I on? You're on, buddy. Alright, hold on. Can't see anything, but that's okay. Cheers. Cheers. Alright, you got the coffee cup going. I got a little Italian espresso this morning. Wow, alright. See, I just went classic, uh, like Maxwell House. Cheap coffee. It's all good. Coffee is another right, word that you know, good. Right? It just, it, when I talk about coffee, it just feels like a warm hug, you know? So how are you this morning? Oh, uh, today we're going to talk about warming. You're good? Alright, cool. We're talking about warming up today. Good. What do we so, um, uh, why do we have to do that? Because <laughs> you need a few minutes before every run to just chat with your running partners. So you might as well just call it a warm-up. Finish your coffee and have a good talk about what you did the night before. <laughs> All right, cool. So, sounds like uh, every single run I've ever been on with people. So, I'm always warming up. Yeah, always. No. Yeah. All right, so seriously, um, you, you, you need to warm up. Um, it is a way to get your body ready for, uh, let's say, specifically for running, but any workout, but for running. So, you need to get your joints ready for a little impact and motion, you need to get your muscles ready for a little activation and motion, you want to heat up your internal mm -hmm. temperature a few degrees, so just, just a better environment for you to be exercising in. Um, and yes, the research is out there that it will help prevent injury. You will mm -hmm. have typically a, a better, more efficient, productive workout um, also if you get that warm-up in. All right, cool. So, um, usually when I uh, do a warm-up, it's just like, I don't know, half a mile of light jogging. Uh, does that count as like a warm-up, you know? I'm warming up. I think you prepped that question specifically for me, didn't you? I, I may have. I yeah. may have. No, you don't want to. So, I'm not a huge fan of using a slow run like the first half mile of your workout is the warm-up. Um, I guess it's better than kind of shooting out the door at a you know, race pace, but um, if you think about it, so you're, let's say you're taking about 1,000 steps per mile, right? So you're mm -hmm. warm-up. You just took 1,000 repetitions of an activity or exercise that you weren't quite prepared for. Um, yeah. So... You know, you're just at more risk of injuring yourself at that early stage of your workout uh, by not doing something to prepare you for that. Um, so one thing I like to talk about in warm-ups, um, and some people talk about it, not, not as many people talk about it as they should, is um, doing some impact preparation as part of your warm-up. Okay. So a lot of people think of warm-up as just, you know, doing a little bit of quick stretching, some active stretching. Some people still do, like, passive stretching where they're just sitting and holding a stretch for a long period of time. Um, mm -hmm. We'll get into that in a second, but running is basically leaping from one foot to the next, correct? So it's correct. A, right? So it's basically a little bit of a jumping, leaping type of activity. And depending yeah. on your stride, how big you are, how your foot's hitting the ground, you can have anywhere from two to three times your body weight 
slamming mm-hmm. through your lower body with every step you take. So if right. you're doing an early morning run, like I saw you did this morning, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got out there. Yeah. So, you know, your cartilage and your joints, the end of your joints, oh, our dogs are talking to each other. Okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, at the end of every joint, there's hyaline cartilage, and then your knee, you have your meniscus. Mm-hmm. It might not quite be ready to handle two to three times your body weight slamming through um, right away. So I like to include some sort of jumping activity. Yes. Like um, skipping rope or the running jack exercise. Uh, I actually think I, was it this week? I think I talked about it this week. I put a post on my Tuesday tips. So if mm-hmm. you guys head to uh, at my run strong, you can see some of those uh, two jumping activities to include in there. Uh, yeah. I, always, I always love the uh, the running jacks. They're probably my favorite. Just yeah. when I'm warming up, I feel like it's a warm-up that gets me ready to rock, but it's not like, it's not too involved. Everybody's done jumping jacks before. Yeah. I mean, it can be a little tricky to get my uh, legs and arms working properly. Um, but, in uh, an organized fashion? Yeah, like just, uh, I always have an issue getting the arm to do what I want it to do, but um, but I feel like it's an e- just an easy one to do, and it's really effective, because it gets yeah. the heart rate up, and then it's also, like you said, preparing your joints for impact. Yeah, and it's, so you're getting the, the internal body temperature up, you're breathing a little bit heavy, you're getting ready for impact, you're doing, if you're doing it properly, and your arms and legs were organized <laughs> in a... <laughs> In a coordinated fashion, you're actually going through a running form, so it's kind of getting your, your um, nervous system ready for the run. A lot, if that's the one thing you do, if you give me like 60 seconds of that, it's not optimal, but that's great. Mm-hmm. You know? cool. And then the other part of a warm-up, you should be taking the major joints, your ankle, knee, and hips, in a range of motion that's just slightly more than you need for the run. So the okay. impact, the impact preparation should be slightly less than what you're going to do in the run. Mm-hmm. And this is my my opinion. And then yeah. the the range of motion, like the active range of motion that you're going to do, slightly more than the range of motion you're going to um, encounter during your run. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I mean, I've done your run strong clinic before, so kind of like notice that in the warm up activities that you have us all do. Um, yeah. Like, things like those soldier kicks and then, like, heel walks, having your, like, toes pointed towards the sky. Um, Makes sense to kind of get those tendons and things all stretched out and ready to rock. Yeah, exactly. Um, And speaking of stretching, what is, like, the... um, What is your opinion on those, like, holding long stretches instead of, like actively moving around. I see a lot of people before a run just standing, touching their toes, um, you know, doing the old, what I call the flamingo stretch. Um, Just just holding. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what what is that good for, and why wouldn't I do that before I go for a run? Alright, so there was a, there's one major study that came out quite a few years ago that made everyone just like poo-poo stretching all together. And mm-hmm. it said, if you do passive, long-hold stretching, which is what you're talking about, like you mm-hmm. pull your 
you know, you feel to your butt to stretch it while you hold it there for 30 to 60 seconds. But, you know, if you do that, you're going to get slower. If you read the study, and I forget who, the year and who the author did it, but basically the study took sprinters, and they put their hamstrings on a three-minute stretch. So they maximally stretched the hamstrings until, you know, there was not any length left. Then they held that stretch for three minutes, and then put them on the start line of a 100-meter dash, and then made them go. And what they found was, oh, guess what? Immediately after a three-minute long stretch, you're going to get a little bit slower. Most of us aren't jumping onto a start line of a 100-meter dash, and most of us don't hold our stretches for three minutes. We just don't have the patience to do so, right? Yeah, I think maybe I'm holding it for like 10 seconds, and then I'm yeah. right. I'm so, anyway, so that, that kind of um, sparked even more the, like, the dynamic warm-up, um, dynamic stretching as a pre, uh, pre-exercise, pre-workout type of activity. So I, I kind of go with that theory uh, where my warm-up, I like to be more active. So you're doing jumping jacks, you're doing soldier kicks, you're going through ranges of motion, you're not holding too long. But some people, the old school people, like my age and even older, sometimes you just have to, like you're stiff and you've got areas that just need a little extra love and attention. If you feel like you need to do a calf stretch for 30 to 60 seconds before you run, it's not going to make you a worse runner. If you were, if you were going to sprint against Usain Bolt, you might not want to do that, right? But most mm-hmm. of us aren't doing that. We're just going out for a run. Right. So I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of playing on both sides of the fence there for a little bit. So, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I passive stretching is I like passive stretching typically after, but if you mm-hmm. feel you need to do it before, it's not the worst thing in the world. Right. But before we want to be jumping, we want to be moving, we want to be active, we want to be dynamic, we want to get the nervous system ready. We don't want to kind of calm it down too much with the the passive stretching. So okay. ideally, that's how I do it. Yeah. It's yeah, so more active stuff before, static stuff after. Yes. Okay, cool. That's how I like it. But, and I'm going to say it again, <laughs> if you feel the need, like certain people have certain areas that are just cranky and need a little extra attention. If you yeah. have to do a passive stretch before, it's not the end of the world. Like, gotcha. not gonna, it's not going to make you a much worse runner. Okay, but cool. If you, don't feel, if you don't need to, after you're warm and tired and sweaty and you have tons of blood flow in your muscles, then you can calm down and do a nice passive stretch after it be more ideal. Got it. And you've talked before about um, foam rolling before you go for a run. Yeah. I believe. I like that. Um, how, so I imagine it's like kind of the same idea, right? Getting your muscles ready to rock, but what is, what is foam rolling do before my run that, you know, um, I can benefit from? All right, great question. Um, can you hear me okay, by the way? My air conditioner just kicked in. Uh, yeah, I think so. Sure. Yeah, I gotcha. All right, good. All right, so foam rolling is beneficial no matter when you do it, either before mm-hmm. or after. If you ask many professionals, it's kind of split down the middle. Some of us are in the do it before school, some of us are in the do it after school. The important thing is just do it, because it's beneficial. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm definitely... That's, uh, just real quick, that's what my dentist says about flossing. It is, is flossing very important as well? Just it? do it. Just do yeah. it. You know what my dentist told me? What's <laughs> that? He said, uh, you don't have to floss all your teeth. And I was like, oh, awesome. He's like, just the ones you want to keep. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, all right, so back to back to the 
uh, foam rolling, the flossing of your muscles. And, uh, so foam rolling will help make your muscles a little more um, fluid, right? It'll increase the blood flow a little bit. Yeah. They're all good things before we work out, right? Yeah. And then our muscles are filled, especially runners, are filled with trigger points. Mm -hmm. uh, explain real quick. Everyone probably has heard the term trigger point, but they might not know exactly what it is, right? Yeah. So muscle fibers work by sliding filaments, right? So if I contract a muscle, fibers slide together, mm -hmm. cause a contraction to pull, like, you know, see my arm. So if I bend my arm like this, my bicep muscle is sliding together, moves the elbow closer. You yes. just wanted to do that, didn't you? You just, just to show everybody. <laughs> <that's against. laughs> Not right. Any chance I can. Uh, <laughs> and then when I lend the arm, the fibers slide up this way. Okay? So a trigger point is an area of the muscle mm -hmm. fibers that are stuck like this. They don't contract, they don't lengthen, so they're pretty yeah. dysfunctional. right? So you can't optimally tap into a muscle and activate it if it has a trigger point in it. So you can't be as strong as you optimally could be with trigger points present. So if you're going to go out for a run, you want your muscles on board. You want them to be active, you want to be able to tap into them for strength, and you want some decent range of motion. So why would we not want to get rid of those trigger points before you do it? So foam rolling is a quick and easy way to do it, or you can hire a professional to come to your house every morning before you run and get some professional massage work done or some dry needles put in those trigger points or something like that, which is, I mean, it's not um, most convenient or most financially sound um, claim for most people. Right, right. So, so foam rollers, and then there's so many great massage guns out there now that mm -hmm. great these impact massagers, something, some tissue preparation. Mm -hmm. So if you give me all the time in the world, you're going to do your tissue preparation first. Yeah. Like three minutes per leg. That's all you need. Work out those trigger points, and then you're going to do your dynamic warm-up, more active. Then yeah. you're going to do your workout, and then you're going to stretch either after it if you have time, or later on in your day. Let's say you're doing in the morning and you get to head off to work. You might not have time to do everything. So do your right. tissue prep, do your dynamic warm-up, get your run-in, take your shower, eat your breakfast, fuel up, go go to work, and then at night, just do a quick uh, foam roll again, and then maybe do your passive stretching in the evening. All right, cool. And so if I had to pick one thing, what should I What should I do? I can't, I can't foam roll and dynamic warm-up and static stretch. If I have to do, let's say I got like three to five minutes before my run, and then I'm, I'm out the door. What should I, what should I do? Kind of like last week, you know, I think you asked me a question. It's hard to give a definite answer. Yeah. There's not a lot of time. Just yeah. saying. There's a so, baby involved. There's a, you know, I gotta get up. I gotta run before he wakes up. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. All right. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of answer it two different ways here. If you are a fashionably challenged human being like myself, which means I tend to be more stiff and tight. Mornings are tough. I feel like I'm 90 for the first 15 minutes of my morning. I'm probably mm -hmm. going to do my foam rolling and my tissue preparation if I only had time to do one thing. Okay. So I would literally spend my three to five minutes, whatever you have, I would do the foam rolling, walk out the door for another minute or two, and then get into my room. If I didn't have time to do everything else. If I'm a, a very range of motion gifted type of person, very flexible. Like some yeah. of our yogis who also run, right? Like mm -hmm. very, very flexible people. They might not need to go through the range of motion of the warm up as much.
much, but maybe they need to jump around and do some running jacks and jumping jacks and wake up their central nervous system, activate right. some stabilizing muscles. So if you're in that school, just jump around a little bit, get your heart rate up, get that impact preparation in, and then do that. Okay. Something before you run is very beneficial to minimize the risk of injury, not only to improve uh, yeah. performance. So whatever, whatever team you land on, if you're weak and hypermobile and you need to activate muscles, do some jumping, do some more active type of things. If you're stiff and fashion challenged like myself, do a little more of the tissue preparation. All right, cool. All right, if awesome. You have to make me answer that way. That's all I'm going to do. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like there's a lot of runners who uh, aren't going to spend 45 minutes foam rolling and warming up. And you don't need 45 minutes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's true. Six minutes, two to three minutes per leg. All right. Two to three minutes of a warm-up. Okay, I can do six minutes. I think I can handle six. Okay. If you give me nine minutes total, you can get your warm-up in and your foam rolling, and then you're out the door. Nine minutes. Uh, all right, nine. All right, nine minutes. I'll cut. While you're, you know, while you're coffee time. Right. Yeah. Maybe while yeah. the coffee's brewing, I'm yeah. hopping on the foam roller. I'm warming up. All right. I can dig it. Cool. Um, all right. I think we should maybe wrap this up. We've been chatting for 10, 15 minutes now. I think we got some uh, important tips on how to warm up properly. Is there anything else you want to add before we? wrap this sucker up about no, warming up no so definitely check out the video i did on my tuesday tip at, at my run strong it shows mm -hmm. the two um jumping activities what i'll try to do is maybe next tuesday add another video of um another warm-up technique cool that's how important i think it is we'll go two weeks in a row oh wow all right warm -up. all right um, <laughs> but also you told me we we're going to talk about 80s music you got to give me like oh yeah I've been, uh, I don't know if it's 80s music, but I've been um, listening to uh, Peter Gabriel, Sledgehammer. I've been hearing that song a lot. That's 80s. It sounds very 80s. Like, I don't know if it's technically 80s, but it sounds super 80s. Yeah, that's the MTV era. Yeah. So, you got any 82, 80s tunes on your playlist? Well, here's the deal. I just started watching Cobra Kai. Oh, I'm movies? like, uh, yeah, I thought I saw some ads for that. Yeah, so it's basically the Karate Kid movie 30 years later, and they do a whole series on the two main actors, That's and it's awesome. just filled with 80s rock. It's hilarious. Like, That's I, feel awesome. like I'm in, I feel like I'm in middle school again. It's awesome. That's I don't great. have one specific <laughs> tune, but my wife and I binge-watched like eight episodes. They're only 30, 30 episodes. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah, there's tons of 80s. 80s music there, so give, give it a listen. Give it a watch. Uh, we'll do. I'll have to check out Cobra Kai. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, thanks so much, Mike. And um, everybody, yeah, check out my Run Strong to get uh, that Tuesday tip, warm up uh, properly. And, uh, you know, all you need is nine minutes, right? That's it. I'll take five. Nine is optimal. <laughs> all right. Cool. All right. Well, you have a wonderful day there, Mike, and uh, thanks you for too. popping in. Same, same to you. Thanks for having me. And uh, next Friday, do it again. Sounds like a plan. Awesome. All right. All right. We'll see you.